It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. And uh, your calls or your visits, your calls would be at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Or you can come by and visit with us at 1604 on Bull Road on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Come by and say hi. You already had a question, and uh, maybe it's something we can address. I think it's by this this couple over here. They were looking for uh, fruit trees that they fruit could, trees, grow, yeah, they could grow in they... a container. Of course, then they were interested in citrus. Right. In fact, that there's their that right there, tree right, right there. there. Okay. And uh, they were talking about whether it, it's um, most appropriate to grow the citrus, the various citrus, in containers or in the soil. And then they, I started talking to them about peaches. Oh. <laughs> My favorite, uh, which is the uh, Florida King, and then uh, Jerry's favorite, the uh, red. Uh, Red uh, Red Baron. Red Baron were over there, and that uh, for years, for years and years, but now their traces uh, and Millburgers has gotten. I think he said he bought them all from this one particular. Oh wow, the Red Barons. Yeah, and uh, like I said, it's the it's the most beautiful, productive peach that can be put in a classification of an ornamental peach. No, it has double red blooms on it. Oh, I had one. And it's early. Uh, I had one that lasted uh, a red baron that lasted about four years. I never did get uh, decent production of fruit out of it, though. Yeah, it's a shy producer, but uh, mainly, we mainly grow it for the oh, beauty. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the bloom color. So yeah. if we called in, you'd be asking us, no, did you want fruit with that? I thought you just wanted the right, peach. Oh, right, okay. right. Okay. What like, kind of peaches did you grow? When you well, grew- on my orchard? Yeah. I actually only had two two different kinds. One, now you wouldn't even think of spring golds. You wouldn't. They, they were small, very early ones. Okay, and and that was purposeful. You wanted to try to beat you them? Want, yeah, you want, you want the... Uh, uh, to harvest before May and beat the uh, the rest of the market in there. Okay. The prices high. And then June Gold. Now, June Gold okay. was the one that I was successful with, even though that was a little later, but it was a uh, large peach and productive and consistent. And now, of course, uh, you would Florida King or one of those others, you would, you would go. Yeah, I doubt if you can find those. Varieties. Yeah, that's right. Spring, I don't think spring gold. Oh, yeah. wow. And why would anybody want to find one? <laughs> well, it was, it was early. It was early, but... Uh, Can it, and Terry would have had a field day for the 10 years I had it. And all the uh, ways I tried to make the flower, the blooms or the 
peaches larger, you know, <laughs> oh. thinning thinning the blooms. But he wasn't man enough air, to do it. Air pressure. <laughs> oh, okay. Air pressure, uh, water pressure. To knock the blooms off. Lot, yeah, and lots of uh, lots of uh, uh, staff. Uh, yeah, how'd that go for you? Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. It only, let's see. I was in the active production for 10 years uh-huh and it took me another 10 years to pay off my debts oh okay <laughs> so, so do you still have do you wake up in the middle of the night kind of after a peach dream and yeah oh, you know oh, it's and, over and just a dream I, and it's, <laughs> it's hard though that there are so so many uh, desirable parts about having a peach orchard that every once in a while, I do think about. Uh, oh no, you get reminiscent. Yeah, well, yeah, you look. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I look in my backyard, and the Florida King is loaded uh. with those big, <laughs> nice fruit. And, and you know, if, I, if I'm right, it was you know before the end of March. It's uh, harvesting them. Mm-hmm. I say, oh my lord, if I had to. It's kind. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you hit your finger with a hammer. Yeah. Real hard. Uh-huh. After about a year or two, <laughs> you say, well, that wasn't really that bad, was I it? I kind of missed that. <laughs> you know, I, mi- I missed the good feeling that comes after it pain yeah, goes away. There yeah. you go. <laughs> oh. Now that you got us in the reminiscent mood. <laughs> yeah, what else you got? Well, though, that the other, th- the other thing that was uh, I the third year, uh, typical peach orchard back in the old days, uh you get your first small crop after the third year, mm-hmm. and uh, did relatively well. Oh. And both the bank, the bank, and I was impressed. Oh, you know, okay, good. You know. So, hey, we're going to get rich. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh dear! And guess what? The uh, when the Chilean peaches started co- being Im- imported into the oh lord, they mm. were you know they were very early. They weren't early in Chile, but they were <laughs> they they hit our market uh, yeah. much earlier than our uh, spring golds. Yeah, <sighs> I, I just looked at uh, my last year's uh, uh, charts on uh, Red Baron, but that. Because I, I was wondering, we were wondering yesterday, I was describing that uh, peach tree that used to be uh, oh. up, up around uh, Stonewall. And uh, it was always the first one to bloom, those beautiful uh, yeah. red bloom. Well, I'm looking at uh, last year's, which will be this year's too, uh, 250 to 300 chill hours. So that's an early, early. That's why it bloomed so much earlier than uh-huh. the rest of the pieces. I think that's pretty close to Florida King, is uh, uh, Florida King happens to be they listed at 450. See that then? So it it'll actually bloom theoretically. It should actually bloom before. Uh, maybe that's why it has. Less peaches because the blue it blooms early and get for the blooms and fruit gets uh, well, it, knocked off of it. But it it definitely uh, makes a real impression in the orchard. 
Well, you were, t- you were mentioning that there were some orchards that you were familiar with uh, out in the west where they had one or two of the yeah, the red around, bear and then and, and stone it was one of the most <laughs> noticeable. And mine, I do remember that it started blooming early and yeah. just kept blooming and blooming. You know, the flowers were showing. And it, I did remember, uh, like I said, when I ate some pe- peaches off the Red Baron, uh, that it was a freestone. And this is this write-up backs me up, said, Good producer of large freestone fruit with yellow skin and the yellow, yellow fr- fr- flesh is sweet and richly flavored. Huh. Wonder why they ever, we ever quit fooling with it. Uh, prize for its showy display of double red flowers that cover the tree in spring. That's a good write-up. Yeah, well, ripens uh, July to August. Free, oh. st- free stone, like I said. Gosh, yeah, that's see that that's that's one issue is because if you have. The longer it takes for a, a peach to ripen, the the longer it has to to put up with insect pressure. Yeah. And uh, the weather oh. weather pressure, you know, in our you know. Yeah. Ninety five degree weather and everything too. So that's that's an issue. Hmm. And then a freestone it take, it takes yeah. a, quite a long time to to get produce a freestone. So. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, Florida King, it says it's a semi-freestone. Yeah. It uh, and what the freestone means to those that haven't been paying attention is that uh, the fle- the the uh, fre- flesh peels literally comes off of the seed, releases from the seed. Yeah. You can just pressure fingers and yeah. Rex. Pop it open. What does it say there when they expect that to ripen? Florida King? Yeah. Early May. Early May. That's the same time as a, a spring gold. I I remember it was a little much. I was thinking it was more. It was earlier, Jerry. Was it? The last Florida year? King? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's probably earlier down here. Yeah. Well, yeah, my, most of these write ups that we have are. Uh, probably uh, geared to the north, to the north. Because uh, we, we were we were harvesting those things when I was still waiting for Techstar <laughs> and some of the others to boom. Yeah. Or June Gold. Yeah. Which, of course, the June Gold never did do the, much the, blooming. The good thing, good thing that came out of those early peaches for, that you planted in your orchard was uh, June Gold. Hmm. Remember, there was a spring gold. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, yeah, that was the early one. Gold. June gold, and then there was uh, trying to think of the other ones. Uh, was it May gold? I don't know, but I, I remember the spring gold and the June gold. But uh, June gold is the only one that uh, has come out. Has uh, and it. Uh, I'm looking for June gold. Now that yeah. has. Uh, Relatively high official chill hours requirement 
Well, that was one of the one of the things about June Gold. It didn't seem to be as fussy about yeah. chill hours. They, oh, that's the, interesting. They claim that it had a, a 650. Yeah, that seems too high. And or that, else it has a and flexibility. They, they say it's a freestone peach. I thought it was June a gold? semi. I thought it was, too. And then we'd harvest it the first that. of June, yeah. maybe the first week in June. I've always liked La Feliciana. Uh, Y'all have always recommended that yeah, one. Yeah, we recommend uh, that one uh, because to uh, <laughs> the uh, Burgess used to have an orchard out in Castorville. And uh, they had apples, had a lot of apples. And they wanted uh, something, a peach that would uh, ripen uh, when the apples ripen, first ripen. And we recommended La Feliciana. And <laughs> it was it, it worked. And, of course, as their apples died from cotton root rot, they, uh, they had, uh, had a lot of peaches. And they were, they were a pick-your-own operation there at Casterville. And probably the the most <laughs> peach ripe peaches on a tree in an orchard that I've ever seen was in, in their orchard with a lot of Louisiana. Big peaches, ripe peaches, and uh, they couldn't get them picked fast enough. Huh. They were... They were, uh, what, a month? See, July. Yeah, yeah, in July, I think they were. Yeah, right. That uh, We were looking for something that would ripen in July, and that's when the first apples got yeah. ready. Too. Oh, okay, yeah. Cause, uh, hey, let's uh, hold that thought for a minute. Let's talk to Tom on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Tom, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. I'm trying to figure out what the heck is eating my mustard greens. I've got really, uh, fairly circular holes, very smooth edges. The, the, oh, they're both shaking the, their heads. Uh, well, the, the leaves are doing great. I mean, the, the plants look awesome. Um, I've been out there different times a day looking under the leaves, and I can never see anything that's munching on them. Well, can't you eat around the hole? Tom, well, no, I'll go ahead. I we're do. talking I about mean, mustard I, greens here, boy. Yeah, I ate them. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a batch last night. They were delicious. I'm just trying there to figure out go. what the heck's eat. I was that hole doesn't bother you. It just lets the air move through it. Oh, I, is that right? So yeah. it's good for them. Aeration. <laughs> oh, wow. I had those round holes on my turnip greens, and I credited <laughs> them to uh, cucumber beetles. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, they're they're uh, yes, yeah they're hitting yeah. they're hitting my turnip greens too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're a lot of times we try to just ignore the cucumber beetles, but this year they seem like they're uh, very very common and very destructive. They look how large they, are you, they? They they're, they're as big they're as about the size of a ladybug. Yeah. A lot okay. of people confuse them with ladybugs. Except they're green. They're, ah. they're green, and they got spots on their on their wings. And they're a little bit, they're a little long rather than as round as. Uh, I got you. Ladybugs. Yeah, that's right. What can I do? Uh, what can I do to to get rid of them? Uh, splash water, two bricks, 
Uh, I don't think I'd spray for them. Well, that's the way we... In my article that I mentioned, I kind of debate about if you could get by... You know, it's after the fact, which doesn't do any good. You're going right. to get as many uh, ladybugs as you get cucumber yeah. beetles. And you, now, if you got them real early, you could probably use spinosad or something. But uh, at this point... If, if you're going to get any effective control, you got you probably have to use one of the oh like oh what's the what's our malathion malathion that replaces because it's got seven. a short uh, but uh, with greens just just figure that you're giving them a little uh, you're feeding Mother Nature there with a little yeah. of, of your green. I think, no, I mean, if I think they, malathion has at least a five-day waiting period. Yeah. They're not they're not devastating the plants at all. I'm no, uh-huh. they're growing great. Just re- just remember the green the greens that they eat means that you don't have to eat them. I think he wants to eat them, though. <laughs> oh, he wants to eat them? I think so. Yeah, that sounds like uh, a Jerry Parsons theory yeah. to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, where, where, uh, yeah. where, where were you born and raised? Uh, South Boston, Virginia, uh, right oh, on the okay. Carolina border. Yep. Okay, there you go. Mustard. South Central, there, there. Just, north of, just north of Durham, North Carolina. How, did you, how do you prepare mustard greens? Uh, I... Saute them. I saute the stems first. I chop them up. Saute them for a little while with a little garlic and little uh, hot pepper flakes. And uh, then Don't throw the rest the of the leaves over. Is there any fat in there? Oh, wait a no, minute. He's not I mean, done yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've cooked them that way, too. You know, with some bacon or whatever. There you go. All sorts so of it's not, yeah, it's not a matter of, bo- of boiling them like boiled greens or anything. More, more of a uh, um, sauteed. Sauteed, yeah, sauteed thing. That's oh. how they did them when I was growing up, but I think sauteing is better, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. So, another question. You guys were just talking about peaches. This frustrations mm-hmm. I've had the last 25 years in San Antonio was finding a peach in the grocery store that's actually ripe. No. Uh, they're very hard to find, and, and we if you buy them hard... Yeah, if you buy them and they're 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 not ripe, they go from not ripe to rotten. There's no in between. Right. There, it doesn't seem right. Okay, I so they will not ripen off the tree, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, they won't. It's a little. It's okay. a little bit. I had uh, some. I don't know about ten ten different uh, groups of peaches from the store this year, and two or three of them were just excellent. But but you always then you go back. <laughs> to look for them again, and there, of course, there's a, a different set of peaches there too. So right, that's, that's and they they love to put the sign out there that says, you know, sweet and juicy ripe peaches, and <laughs> I, they, whoever wrote that sign doesn't know what a ripe peach looks like or tastes like. <laughs> but I I think it's certainly better than it was ten years ago. No, at the store. So you can't ripen them. You can't do like the. Are there, like tomatoes, where you might put them in a windowsill or something? Or? I don't think so. They don't. That's what no. he said. That's what Tom said. They're, they're they not, go from hard to right. What is that, what is that word? Climateric. Climateric. That's what I was going to say. I just couldn't think of it. 
I think I think I think <laughs> I you got Tom. a little you got a work. little bit of slack, but not. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but they had but I, I think in terms if you compared them to what we had to put up with ten or fifteen years oh, ago, yeah. mm. I think it's they're they're much tastier and uh, closer to ripe. Uh, and then a nice well, you just think of uh, my peach orchard with spring gold versus early peach orchards now that got Florida King. Oh yeah, uh, the quality is so much different, but. Uh, Florida King is actually, I guess, I guess it's a tough one to harvest and and sell. Yeah. Why? Because it uh, does not, uh, just like just like he said, it doesn't store. Yeah. store oh. Well. oh, okay. Okay. Uh, the, 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 they have got so many new peaches. I know I've been to Fredericksburg to get the peaches several times, and I always try to impress them knowing what variety it is. And I ask them and varieties I've never heard of. Huh. So they've got a lot of new uh, peaches. Uh, but I, I always love to, to wait till uh, what, July and August when those are red skins. That's my favorite, those oh. big red skins. But they're the hardest ones to grow, I guess. Oh. But uh, Yeah, and it's, it's funny because the poor, poor grower... Yeah, uh, the quality is very high, so you think you and and it's hard to grow them. Yeah, and you have to wa- irrigate them for. Oh uh, yeah, but you don't get you that's don't nice. get a very high price for them. That's not Tom's year. problem. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I, I I think especially for our listeners and the home gardeners in this area. You're not going to do wrong with uh, Florida King or just growing it yourself. Or Red Baron. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tom. Head. That may be the solution. Just growing them yourself. No, well, La Florentiana, yeah, if you got the space, is another nice yeah, one yeah. for a, the longer season. If you don't have 25 or 50 of them to irrigate <laughs> over that long season, it's uh, relatively easy to keep them in water. Now, those, those, uh, 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 Cucumber beetles that you brought up early on your poor greens. I can't believe somebody's complaining about something eating their greens. <sighs> poor Tom. Have you got rabbits? Have you got rabbits that way you live, Tom? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. No rabbits. Just squirrels that like to dig holes in my garden, but no rabbits. And the squirrels won't eat the greens, will they? No. See? Nope. They don't want. They don't want to ruin their appetite for bird seed. <laughs> that messes a squirrel's digestive system. Yeah, you just don't like. You just don't greens. like anything that's that's close kin to radish, do you? <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I figured you were from the southeastern United States because uh, when I go back to Tennessee, that's a dead. Dead uh, giveaway to all all the gardeners in Tennessee in the winter. They all oh, have yeah. a green pa- uh, patch of greens out. Is there. it mostly mustard? Yeah, 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 mustard and I I don't I don't see as much collard. I th- I think they do mustard because they do it from seed. Oh, yeah. Char- now chard lasts a long time into the. Hey Tom, we oh, need yeah, to take I, a break, I, okay? I have chard that's lasted for like five going. years now. All right, thank you, guys. 
Take care. Okay. Thanks, Thanks for man. Calling. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. What are you going to grow this year? Give us a call, 210-308-8867. Also, tell us about your hummingbirds, if you still have any or you still got your uh, hum- What's your humming- water hum- out there. Hummingbird reports, 210-308-8867. More coming up on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, I want to tell you about BSG. And again, I encourage you, go to their website, bsgtexas.com, bsgtexas.com, where you will find all kinds of terrific offers that are going on right now. BSG Texas is a local company providing security for San Antonio homeowners as well as smart systems to make your home more convenient. The coolest thing about BSG is the equipment they have is outstanding, the prices they have are outstanding, and the service they have is outstanding. So if you're getting the idea that they might be an outstanding company to work with, all you got to do is go read their reviews. Uh, go and check out Builder Systems Group online, bsgtexas.com is the website, but see the reviews. And not all security companies you'll seek, do some comparison. Get five-star reviews. A lot of them barely get one star. Oh. I think if they had negative stars, some of them would get that. <laughs> ESG has capitalized on that and said, okay, we're going to provide service the way we know customers want it, not the way we want to provide service to them, but what they want. We're going to be service-oriented, and that's what BSG does. So they're idea people. They're problem solvers. They'll uh, help you create a system that you'll like that meets your needs, whether it's wireless mesh, whether it's a doorbell camera, whether it's security, whether it's a home theater system. Uh, You'll like the prices, the service, and the equipment that you get from BSG. Go to bsgtexas.com or 210-877-1222, 210-877-1222 for BSG Texas, and that's bsgtexas.com. Uh, 210-877-1222. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. So I have another question for you. It's not about anything I'm trying to grow. Okay. How's the broccoli doing? Uh, the broccoli looks beautiful. Has it had it yet? No. Have you harvested it yet? We have not harvested it. Oh. Those pictures of two broccolis I got from you all. Yeah, what would you think? Um, <laughs> it looked like broccoli, right? Well, if they let's see, if they're at that same rate of growth, <laughs> they ought to be producing something in about two years. Uh, oh, good. All right. That'll be some broccoli. Two-year-old. They were in a teeny little container. Oh, I thought that was okay. Uh, <laughs> That's if, too small? If he'd have replanted, well, I told him to replant, he'd been having the second harvest. A broccoli bottle. I couldn't let that little guy go. He'd already been eaten up by insects. Yeah. He'd been traumatized. Throw him in the trash. That's just cruel. Well, <laughs> what they do, what they do is the bro- broccoli plants. I mean, you get them, up, take them out of your container, put them in, and then they 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 respond. That, that weather we've had. Yeah, they right. Responded. Yours would have. I kind of expect there'd be a lot of foliage at least, even if you didn't get it. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it anymore. With and you can you can eat the foliage, Milton. You are just broccoli negative on me. <laughs> well, but you—he definitely would not gain a lot of weight by eating that foliage. <laughs> yeah, right, that's, that's true. Right. 
Um, and then I need to. Or Milton. I forgot to bring any of the peppers, the real Grande Gold peppers. Oh, okay. That's that, all right. That are smaller than a dime. Uh, we don't know. We don't want those. You don't want those? Okay. No. But, sorry, 210-308-8867. Did you ask your question? No, I did not. I didn't think so. Um, thought I missed it. The uh, Maybe because we harassed him so much. So we were driving. I told Jerry yesterday. I didn't tell Calvin. But we went up to uh, Lost Maples. Drove up there for New Year's Day and uh, tried to hike. Uh, and we did okay. We got about three miles in wow. before, before it went uphill. And then we're like, wait a minute now. You have to go back, Milton. That was the problem. That's what everybody who was coming down explained to us. Was the problem is not going up. It's slow and treacherous, but the problem is going down where it's slippery. Absolutely. Yeah, because uh, it was still wet from all the snow that they had in the rain. But then driving back on 46 between... Say Bandera and Bernie, uh, you saw a lot of things that maybe look like orchards, because y'all were bringing up the peach orchards. Yeah. And I was wondering if those were orchards, and if they were, what they were likely to be. Any thoughts on? Could be peaches. Well, could which, they peaches? Which way do you come back? So between Bandera to Bernie, you go take forty six to Bernie. Oh, okay. And then um, yeah, that could be Where's a peach Stonewall? orchard. That's, uh, a, that's no, in the center. Yeah, yeah. That's up yonder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that The trees weren't, peaches. like, really, like, when you see the grape, the vineyards, yeah. you see them very neatly stacked. These were kind of, you know, just. wonder if it, it was um, olives. Oh, some, you think Some so? people are growing olives, but they'd be. There was nothing on them right now. No. Uh, they can be as big as a peach tree. Huh. Yeah, they were probably. Maybe six, seven, eight feet tall. Yeah. Well, that, that could be a peach. I was wondering. I mean, we'll have to go in the spring. A, could be an olive. We'll have to go when it's dry and not so steep. And don't don't worry about getting a lot of olives when you go up there. Are there more than one olive orchard? <laughs> or? Oh, yeah. They? Uh, they conned a lot of people in the plant. <sighs> Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Lonnie's on the line. What's going on, Lonnie? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Yes, good afternoon. Um, we uh, have a 10-inch Norfolk pine in the pot in which it came, and we use it as our Christmas tree indoors. Yeah. Uh, Mama used it, to do that. It, it, it turned out very well and loses virtually no needles. It's, it's amazing. Um, yeah. I'm just wondering, is, is it suitable for trying to retain it in our part of the world for throughout the year? Well, my, my, years. <laughs> mother uh, had hers in Tennessee for probably three or four years. Uh, we, we put it in a fairly large pot, and uh, she, uh, she, she kept it in the house uh, near a, a uh, sunny window. And mm-hmm. never, never froze or anything, uh, but and it kept growing. It was actively growing, but and then she would decorate it with uh, uh, fake red birds all over. It. She, <laughs> she loved red birds, huh. and uh, <laughs> so uh, that was our Christmas tree for three or four years, and it was a beautiful thing. They grow very large. Yeah, when it got large. <laughs> uh, I think she it got too large for her in the house there, so she would she put it out 
outside. And got any mm-hmm. well, at the cold? Well, well I think it well, dried well, out. And oh. She wasn't. She wasn't watching it like uh-huh. she was in the house. Because I, I was well, trying to remember. I think there were the, there may they may be one of those plants that the forty degrees is kind of a thing. yeah yeah I imagine it was. I, I've told Thor many times when I was in uh, went to Panama. Uh, they had one by our, our hotel that we were staying in, mm-hmm. and it was three stories high. Mm. It was a huge wow. thing. And they they had uh, what we call rubber trees down there that are three stories high. Well, the, the mm-hmm. real classics in our area are usually in a center courtyard. Right, right. Where the but the courtyard is uh, the three stories surround the right. Oak Island pine, and, uh, and it grows in the middle there. But they'll get huge, and they're very 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 attractive. Oh, they're beautiful. Yeah, beautiful trees. So, so you think it would uh, survive our uh, uh, the, the climate with the uh, extreme heat in the summer and so forth? Yeah, put it. It'll take the heat, no doubt about it. But put it in a, a morning sun, afternoon shade situation uh-huh. in the summer, and uh, when it's when don't let it get uh, uh, below forty degrees. Outside before you bring it in. Mm-hmm. That would that would but, be probably in October. But but putting it putting it in the lawn uh, is is okay. You think? You mean you mean yeah. plant it in the lawn? Hey, yes, yes, no. yes. No, won't work. No, <laughs> you can't won't plant work. it in the lawn because it'll get cold. It'll freeze in the winter. I see. But okay. so keep it keep it in an extremely large pot, and uh, fertilize it periodically. Uh, well, once a year at least with copious amounts of osmocote, and that'll keep it growing. Okay, all right. Well, that answers my question. Right. Thank Thank you. Thanks, Lonnie. Thank right. you. Bye. Take care. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We want hummingbird reports. Uh, are we looking for anything else besides hummingbird reports? <laughs> I got a got a report for, uh, after we got. Oh, home I know yesterday. Dennis comes through. Yeah, Dennis came through, and I checked my gauge after I saw his report. He says uh, he says during the Saturday second uh, of January program, you were discussing the amount of rain received in San Antonio. Milton said that Dennis is probably sending the rain report concerning the San Antonio area. And he he did it. And he was. And uh, on the 30th. Dennis, do not mess around. (laughs) On the 30th of December, it was reported at the airport that they got 0.22 inches. Mm. On the 31st was the big rain. Oh, okay. And it was point five four, and when I checked my gauge, there uh, I have two gauges, and they both said a half an inch. Okay. Close to half, maybe a little over half an inch. So that's point five four. It was point four nine, which it, is almost <laughs> a half an inch. It was noisy and furious, but not very long. And for the whole month, the whole month's deal was. 
0.81. Yeah. Less than an inch. Yeah. Except for the year, we finished with like 10, 10 inches less than average. Oh, yeah. So, uh, man, like I said, our we were talking about yesterday, our winter, winter uh, sustainable, sustainable uh, winter lawn. lawn is not not very nice Suffering. right now. Uh-uh. But January and February are, are normally rainy months. No. No? I thought rodeo was always rainy. Well. It's always rainy and usually, cold. Usually, yeah, <laughs> not usually enough cold. rain. No, okay. Yeah, but we, we, compared to, uh, well, like June or May or something, it's not. No, oh, okay. Uh, well, we always need a big rain in, in February so that the, the farmers don't have to pump for uh, irrigating before they plant. Oh, okay. Yeah, um. I also got uh, last year. I uh, forgot I was going to open the show with Last it. year was last week. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> no, day before. Week from, before yesterday. <laughs> from uh, our Johnson City Joe. Oh, we got a rain report? No. Oh. Uh, he, he was talking about, he was chiming in on the goat head oh, stickers. Oh, yeah. And he says uh, they they are the worst, and the cap worst is capitalized. So he's a yelling at stickers that, that we have. He said y'all, especially Calvin, mm. usually ask if they're the same as beggar's lice, uh, and and none of y'all knew know. So you get, just give a generic answer for stickers in general. No, Trace knew. Yeah. And he put in capitals and... Uh, so he's angry. Letter. He says, pay attention oh. to what Johnson, Joe, and Trace... Well, good. to gave Trace credit. ...told you about goat hells, goat head. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounded like from what yeah. you described them. Goat head stickers because they know... What they're talking about, right, Trey? Sometimes. <laughs> I think every boy that grew up in Texas in the 1950s and 60s knew how to patch a bicycle tire because of the goat head sticker. Probably true. I'm still trying to imagine what they look like. <laughs> oh, is it a, is a flat leaf like? Start it only has like two or three points on it. Whatever. Oh, no, but it looks but it's it's got that mean looking yeah, thing at the. Yeah. Like goat horns? Yeah. So and it looks it's got that one sticking up. It's just like, ooh. It just looks mean. I'll have to I'll have to send you a picture, Calvin. <laughs> Hang on. I'll I'll text kinda, you. Kind of like a dried up pea with horns. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> dried up pea. Yeah. Yeah. In in Tex in Texas, as far as I know, we call them goat head stickers. And not the proper term of goat's head. Sticker. <laughs> he, he said he did, uh, did a search and found two different plants, uh, different leaves, but the same head stickers. <laughs> I don't I don't remember what the leaves looked like. I just remember picking the goat head stickers out of my feet. Oh no! Ow! If I was barefoot or picking them out of my shoes. And bicycle tires. Did he put I, that? I, I think we're we're better to have stickers 
a burr, a stick of burrs that oh, we are have goat head stickers. You, you know what? I think one of the reasons we see a whole lot less of them, not not that uh, that there's that few, but more maintenance is going on. So there's more irrigation, there's more mowing, there's more fertilizing. Mm. And, you know, those things just don't like that. Yeah. Well, I, I, I wondered why they were said, uh, he said they were in the 50, 1950s and 1960s. Did he list uh, what the, there was a, a plant name in there that surprised me a little bit. Uh, it was a plant name, we were the Latin binomial that we were familiar with. Um, yeah, yeah, one of the and I I can't remember what that was. So, okay, I just sent it. I just sent it to you, Calvin. Does it look like a dried up pea with horns? Yeah, <laughs> it really does. That's why they I'm call having it. to think back, you know, forty years. But. <laughs> Can you remember forty years ago? Something. That's all I remember forty years ago. <laughs> I, I remember patching a bicycle tire. <laughs> that that's funny. Uh, I. I don't know why they all. Did you get it, Calvin? I'm looking. Okay. M- maybe maybe we got some farmers or ranchers out there that can bring us some goat head stickers. I don't want to see. No. Uh, <laughs> well, Trace, can't you help us out with that? No, Trace gave you advice there, on how to get yeah. rid of. Them. There's the stickers. They generally look like either longhorns or goats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Trace's. Oh, okay. Like a, like a dried up pea. Just uh, a, yeah. So let's see. Also, looks like also maybe known as puncture vine. Yeah, because of the bicycle tire. Yeah. Let's see. If I they... bet that would hurt in your foot. Yeah. Because we had calluses on our feet the, back in those punctures days. Punctures a tire. <laughs> I remember my grandfather actually made uh, chunklas for my, one of my brothers where he took a, uh, an old tire yeah. that was used up and, and made it into. Uh, flip flop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A flip flop, so, so he could walk around and not not have him go through his shoes. Holy oh, wow. smokes! <laughs> okay, moving right along. Okay, we appreciate that information. Johnson City Joe hasn't called us this year at all. I know it. We've been. <laughs> I, I think we finally got his uh, phone blocked. We have blocked him. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we were talking about the. But I'd get real suspicious if we uh, find a, a goat head in each of our chairs yeah. here. Like, uh, like, you know, in the old days, your school teacher. Like, yeah, like the godfather. Yeah. It's not a horse head. It's just a goat head sticker. We were talking about yesterday the uh, uh, master gardeners are not, or any of the youth groups are not going to be out at the rodeo this year. And uh, I was looking. Do you uh, call the master gardeners a youth group? Well, well, they have youth activities. They have youth activities. They've you got are old as young as you young. feel. Yeah, sixty percent are retired. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was looking through their uh, their scion, their monthly scion yesterday. Uh, that's when I found out that they weren't going to be. Do you at the remember rodeo. when we wrote for that, Cherry? Uh, uh, barely. <laughs> I remember. We created it. Yeah, as yeah. I, as I remember it, uh, let's see. Didn't you? Didn't you? At one time, write an article for me and put it in there under oh, my San, name. San Antonio Gardner. I did that. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Scion. We had two. Uh, and you're still friends? <laughs> oh yeah. No, it was. It was. It, 
I, as I remember the article, it's been a long time. Uh, I, he wrote me as being critical of him, Seth. <laughs> and, and it made his mother mad. You remember that? Yes. Uh, she wouldn't speak to me for a month after that. <laughs> but it was a great I, article, very I, popular article. I, I tried to tell her. I didn't write. <laughs> I didn't write that. About your, your, your name was on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was willing to take credit for it uh, <laughs> as long as it was not yeah, controversial. Right. <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway. Uh, in that uh, sound that I got, I guess anybody can get that uh, email to, that to that monthly sign. Oh yeah. Oh, speaking of that, they what? can they can go to our website and sign up for our too. Yep. Yeah. The new oh, year. the newsletter. Yeah. yeah. MillburgerNursery.com. Yeah. Absolutely. You do it that way. You get it in color. Yeah. yeah. You get the email. Absolutely. Well, it's there. amazing. You can get the the. the uh, Milberger newsletter, how many different ways? Yeah. Have it mailed to you? Whatever's most convenient for you. Yeah. Hey, we got to take a quick break, though. So we'll talk about that in a minute. 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Give us a call. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons. Trace on the porch with us. Dr. Calvin Finch, back in a moment on 9 30 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. All right, what you got there? Before I was so rudely interrupted, I was talking about the Master Gardener's uh, Scion newsletter. And uh, as I was scanning through it, they uh, I came upon... The Bear County Master Gardener's Rodeo Cooks Recipes submitted by Joyce and Dwight Dare on August uh, for on August 2020, and so I it's there they did a really good job on that. Uh, and I was I was looking. Is it a cookbook or what? Yeah, it's kind of. It's, uh, I think it's the recipes that, you know, they used to serve the workers out there at the at the rodeo, and I think it's some of those recipes that they used out there, and um, they were good recipes and very complete, very completely written, uh, talking about how hot to heat up the oven and you know took took the uh, put the little things in there and so I, I decided I would do, put a link to that on plantanswers.com which I have done so uh, you can open the front page of plantanswers.com and uh, down on topics of the month the first topic listed uh, is this is this uh, is this rodeo cooks recipes, and uh, that's linked back to the scion, but uh, it'll take you right straight to it, and it's got a, a it's got an index appendix appendix to it, and um, you can see all the different recipes they have on there. I thought I made a copy of that to give you an example. But uh, I seem to have misplaced it. But anyway, that's that's uh, the addition. I've still got the 
poinsettia on topics of the month, the history and uh, how to take care of them. I've still got the write-up on uh, Crawford reseeding lettuce. Um, and <laughs> the uh, it's still time to plant Crawford reseeding lettuce. Well, I was just thinking how well it's done so far this spring. You know, last year we... We lamented and debated and yeah. try, tried reseeding it over and over. <laughs> and this year, it came up as far as I know. I didn't yeah. hear anybody complaining about it. I think the Melvin even got it to come up, didn't he? Well, yeah, I think so. But uh, our friend that uh, planted it out early, you used it. When, on the ideal condition, it'll come up in three days. Uh, uh, it'll germinate in three days if you put it on top of a more soil. Uh, but our friend, I think he's out west, east, uh, planted some, and it took quite a while for it to come up, but then it came up. James? Was it yeah. James? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I think we still have it here free of charge. Uh, Crawford reseeding lettuce, other, other nurseries. Uh, in town, uh, have got some too. I think they sell most of theirs. And then I've also got uh, pictures of uh, Milton, Calvin, and Trace on May second, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, that's when we started that. In yeah, May, wearing masks on I May second. Actually, I think we even started sooner than that. Yeah, probably about March. I just had to get a. I got a picture. I didn't think it would last as long. Yeah, I think you were. <laughs> I think you figured by May we'd be. Oh yeah, I said I better get that before they yeah. don't have to wear. We don't have to wear the yeah. mask anymore. And then I've got the uh, the uh, blue bon- red, white, and blue blue bonnets uh, pictures. I want uh, you people to keep in mind. So I did. The, there are actually still blue blue bonnets. They're not. I mean, they haven't gone. Extinct or anything? Have we? No. What? <laughs> Do we still just, have I'm, blue? I'm, I'm teasing you about the fact that we've oh, got we like, got white. A, a lot of whites there. I think the reds are gone, or maroons are gone, but we've got white. Well, we got and, some good gardeners out there that got access, I think, mm-hmm. to, to blue. Oh, yeah, Billy. Yeah, no, Billy's doing it. Yeah. yeah. Some uh, of the others. Bart's doing yeah, it. Bart's. Okay, cool. So in the, in the, when they start blooming in end of March, I need for people to, uh, to give 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 me a call or give us a call. Yeah, we'll take pictures. And we'll go out and take pictures. And maybe my my buddy uh, that uh, had back surgery or yeah. some lame excuse he gave. We got hey, we got to take a quick break. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call. Yeah. yeah I was bragging about the uh, um, recipes mm-hmm. that I've Put a link There's to plantanswers.com. Uh, put up there on the uh, in the sign this month, uh, and uh, by by uh, Joyce and Dwight Dare, uh, August 2020, and uh, I, I I knew I'd printed out uh, uh, the, the table of contents, and I was just showing it to Milton. It's got. 
these people have done a wonderful job. I I, I put I uh, several years ago <laughs> several uh, I put my uh, mother's uh, Presbyterian cookbook on, on the on the on the internet. How do you cook Presbyterians? <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> uh, but with with no wine. Okay. With grape, grape juice. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the uh, they uh, they're they're difficult to get the recipes on, especially those old old timey recipes because they talk. They would say put a half an egg shell full of cream on it in there, in the recipe. Okay, that's interesting. Well, yeah, because uh, eggs are different sizes. Yeah, I wonder why they picked that as the measurement. (laughs) Uh, Maybe they didn't have a measuring cup back then. Oh, maybe so. These were were 100 years old. Oh, okay, okay. And everybody, if you look at... No, we can't hear you, Calvin. We can't hear you. When you look at old recipes, everybody uses a little different... Yeah, that's right. And then even even on TV, they're they you know they touch of this, a dab of this. They, yeah. They say, and I said, well, wait a minute, you know, I see people that are trying to write this down going crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's neat. I always think of the uh, lemon ox, lemon icebox pie that uh, one of the retired uh, home economics ladies there in. San Antonio, I mean in Tennessee, that was a good friend of our family. Uh, she made a, a lemon icebox pie. It's just different than anything I'd ever tasted, and it was spectacular. And so I said, I'm, I'm going to come up there and get that recipe, see what's different from my mother's. And uh, and the one that's on Eagle brand uh, milk. Condensed milk? Yeah. Ooh. That stuff's good straight out of the can, buddy. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, man, it's good. Anyway, uh, find, come to find out uh, she was putting zest in it. And when I went up well, there. You mean zest off the lemon zest? Yeah, lemon zest. Well, lemons. Uh, but I thought it was, uh, I thought she said, <laughs> you soap. putting soap in it? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I wasn't that much of a cook, Mel. I understand. No. <laughs> what's, what's less funny is, is imagining her look at you. Yeah. When you just that look where she kind of, kind of cocked her head <laughs> yeah. and shook it, going, uh-huh. She, no. she, she, was, she didn't take, take any fooling around. Okay. She was strictly business. But anyway, these recipes that uh, I put a link to on plantanswers.com under uh, BCMG, Rodeo Cooks Recipes, submitted by Joyce and Dwight Dare, is the first topics of the month. And uh, they, the first first thing, uh, several things that caught my eye, one of them is uh, on page three, is the best buttermilk cornbread. Now that uh, buttermilk cornbread is pretty good. Mm-hmm. No, but uh, this is one of the stuff that they made. They've got uh, things, uh, bean and chicken white chili. From Southern Living. That uh, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Fri- uh, frito chili pie. 
<laughs> and uh, Hot Dog Chili for Rodeo Construction. Million Dollar Spaghetti Casserole. Seri- uh, uh, submitted by Veronica Long. And uh, Quick and Easy Chili for Two. Uh, submitted by Susan Noonan, 2018, and a spinach quiche, 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 quiche. Is that one of your it favorites, looks like, Sherry? It looks like a quick, uh, yeah, quickie. Uh, submitted by Ruth Ray, 2019, and on and on and on. And it goes through, and then they've also got, uh, which I've kind of checked out, desserts. Mm. Banana pudding layered dessert. Chocolate zucchini cake. Now, who in the hell would put it? zucchini no, in No, that's, that's a good one. Huh? It's good. Like you had the zucchini bread, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like the zucchini bread. Yeah, so it's kind of... Ms. Uh, your lady... Uh, uh, it grows the angel trumpets. Uh, it makes a real good uh, squash cake. Ma, uh, well, well, anyway, sour. Well, help us milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Sour. They got a pecan pie cake. Huh. They've got uh, sour cream walnut coffee cake. That sounds pretty good. Uh, the best. Chocolate sheet cake, Kate. <laughs> the best chocolate sheet cake list uh, ever. And uh, cheesecake? Yeah. No sheet. <laughs> sheet cake. Sheet. Oh. Yeah. Can you say sheet on the radio, Milton? You can say that. <laughs> just, just enunciate very carefully. Uh, okay, but anyway, all those it's made with real sheep. Um, I want to know more about the Presbyterian cookbook. <laughs> it's uh, it's um, it's on your website. Yeah. Okay. Is the whole cookbook on there, or just some recipes? It's uh, it's on I see. My, I see good eating recipes from the Parsons family. That's it. And then Lynn's Before, website. Yeah. One one says. Uh, uh, Before my mother's. Before, mother's. Prime. In other words. Those are my grandmother's oh. uh, recipes. She, she, oh, yeah. It says Mama's Coconut Cake. They, oh, my goodness. No, that's good uh, stuff. Uh, There's a lot of sugar in that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I grew up with a lot of sugar, Milton. Um, yeah. We didn't, we, oh, didn't, my. We, didn't, we didn't have anything that didn't have sugar in it. Um, three <laughs> cups sugar, cup and a half Cairo syrup. All right. Yeah, man, this this one is sweet. <laughs> That's the jam cake recipe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but is the uh, yeah you'll have to to send me the link because if I click on Lynn's uh, the Lynn's link it says web page blocked. Uh, so, what? so check check the link. It could be the a security thing too. So I'm um, But yeah, check and see what it says. So that's cool. Okay. Yeah, that's that's neat. So how old would those recipes be from the Presbyterian cookbook? <laughs> The the ones from my grandmother's uh, era, yeah, uh, were pushing a hundred years. Wow, hundred years old. That's neat. 
And the ones from my mother's era would have been about uh, 60 or 70 years Okay. Old. Neat. Yeah. And yeah, uh, but getting those on there was a major effort. Why? Just to just copy scan them? them? Oh, just scan them. Okay, so it's a PDF type thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, I'm eager to, to see those. That's neat. I don't think I put them. I think I put, we t- we and is it the, them. And is it the recipes of a local church that all got together, the women of the church or something? Yeah, yeah in, in Somerville, where I was okay. born. I heard, I heard recipes and I came running because yeah. I was afraid we were going to be talking about roadkill or something. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. okay. <laughs> <laughs> got to get up there. I don't care. I don't care. Let them go. Go, yeah. go. We don't need those trees. <laughs> all right, 210-308-8867. Speaking of trees, yes. I saw... What looked like a Christmas tree. Uh, yes. Recycling. I see a couple of them, so, yeah. Well, we bought about 50 today. Oh, my gosh, really? And Where are I, they coming in? I would say four. Well, some are even doubled. Okay. The, the family brought both two trees. Yeah, that trip, pickup truck that went through there looked like <laughs> that, four of them. Well, that no, that was our truck. And it had, oh. and it had about 15 of them. Oh. Uh, they're going, oh, to, going to, to take them up to be ground. Uh, a very large percentage. Mm-hmm. Look just as good. Yeah, yeah I don't as doubt the day it. They left. That's what we we were talking about there was, earlier. There was a Nordman fur. I almost felt bad. <laughs> I, I almost wanted to put a stand back on and put it out. For <laughs> there you go. Seventy-five percent off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that the way y'all do those trees and keep them in, keep them. You know, like Milton says, keep their uh, butts wet and clean. I don't. You don't have to give me credit for that expression. <laughs> I did not say that. We're bound to be able to come up with a different way to put that. Uh, yes, it's up to him. He's the one that keeps saying it, but he just gives other people credit. Uh, the, anyway, you want to uh, explain that though? What you mean by these trees coming back? Okay, so uh, we do a recycle program where if you have a cut Christmas tree. Uh, and you want to drop it off here, uh, we will be happy to take it. Please make sure that the stand is off, that there are no decorations or lights. Uh, we will happily take it from you and give you a 20% off coupon for a future purchase. I think that's good all the way to February 28th. Generally, yeah. I don't see it on the website, so I don't know how to confirm yeah. it. But, yeah, generally that's about what you all have done. And um, and then you, they didn't have to even they, buy it from here. Didn't, don't have to buy it from here. We took a Douglas fir back yesterday, and I know darn well that they didn't <laughs> yeah, buy no, it we here. don't sell them. But I was still happy to give them a coupon. All right, there you so, go. So all these trees, uh, they do get ground up, and they get a, a second life, doing some good. There mm-hmm. you go. Uh, so we bring in an eighteen wheeler when all this is done. That, that is a big grinder, and we grind them up along with all the brush we've collected for the last six months at different job sites, and it goes. On our bald and burlap trees. So speaking of bald and burlap trees. Oh man, what a segue! <laughs> great myrtle start showing up tomorrow. Okay, so that's uh, cool. We'll have a, a half of our selection in tomorrow, and the other half next Monday, and uh, we'll be fully stocked on the big crepe myrtles after that. Okay. Now they uh, have they gotten their books yet? I asked her about that today. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just didn't know. Um, because nope. I got one of those shrugs. Because <laughs> even though we were talking about it, probably it would be kind of cool to focus on a specific fruit tree type thing, and you know, that you got or red baron. Oh, okay, we did focus yeah, on the red baron. I got about yeah. three times that one as I do any other one. Okay. Well, we Jerry was bragging on the red baron. Yeah. Did you hear us talking about the chill hours? We looked nah, up the chill three fifty. I think that's, you said that's pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. Oh average, yeah. Average beer candy, I believe, is about four fifty. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, four fifty-five on them. Uh, that's why it's average. That's <laughs> that explains. I I never knew the chill hours on the Red Baron, but I, that explains why the one I used to always watch in Stonewall, Texas, up there by Fredericksburg, uh, was always. It was at the first front, to bloom? yeah, front of the orchard, and it was always beautifully bloomed. Have beautiful blooms on it before the rest of the the orchard would bloom. Well, and we're, if you uh, are trying to imagine what this this looks like, the red baron, Jerry's right; they're pretty spectacular. Oh yeah, and it's a they're long season. They're showstopping. I, I will say on that book, almost everything is identical. Okay. So uh, there's a few exceptions, like the roses. Oh, okay. There's about five varieties of roses that they didn't have last year, so we added five more varieties that they do have. Yeah. Um, the citrus is all basically the same, yeah. other than we, we're we going to have uh, those grafted ones. Yeah. Uh, with that dragon. 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 We, we, had some, dragon. we had somebody this morning or the, uh, early in the show ask about the roses, and we said, said that. That they would be later. So Is an, there an estimate? Antique roses will be probably late this month. Okay. First, part, first part of next. Close to Valentine's Day. We do have some knockouts and drifts coming, I think, next Wednesday in small quantities. My grandma's yellow is blooming. Uh, I think there's some grandma's yellow in that batch. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, and I booked, I think, everything they had. <laughs> I got a I got I got a Martha, Martha Gonzalez is that, that are blooming. Is it blooming too? That's yeah. Stra- it's strange that it's blooming yeah. with this cool weather. Rather, <laughs> didn't care for that hot. Dry but summer. you generally get new. I'm sorry, guy. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Sorry. Right. Uh, you generally get new varieties too. Of like, there's been an NM variety that you haven't had before, and some stuff that's tested. Less roses than fruit. No, no, I mean the fruit well, trees. It's pretty much a duplication. I mean, there were some things they didn't have and some okay. things we added or doubled or tripled how many we brought in before yeah. with Jerry. Okay. Um, I think there was one new variety of blueberry. Oh, yeah. Um, that's right. We're going to talk about the blueberries. Odds and ends that way. But okay. The names, for the most part, are the same. Okay. Do you, we'll do a... Do you remember if you brought any or are going to get any Kiowa? blackberries in this year i thought there was some down there okay uh, I, okay. I don't remember off the top of my head There's i think you have so many orders um. coming and it's like <laughs> well we'll do that if that's okay we'll kind of feature you know kind of we'll go through pick a page of the book and we'll feature the different varieties of a of a different fruit tree or something okay yeah, that'll be fun these bald and burlap things uh crepe myrtle are are they some are there some of the newer varieties that are powder humidity resistant? Well, I think the newest varieties are going to be the uh, the dark reds and that hot pink, the uh, Whitcomb series. The first, oh, they got, the first they, Whitcomb series. Have they got bald and burlap already of that? I've had for a couple of years. Okay. Now, for a while, we could only get six to eight. For right, them. right. They're big now. Now we're getting um, eight to ten and oh, wow. ten okay. to twelve. That's good. That's good. Of course, ten to twelve is almost full grown for that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good deal. But uh, anyway, I, I'm glad you got the new variety. I know they there used to be a lot of people that would just go kind of cra- grow crape myrtles as a hobby. No, oh. uh, and they would ball and burlap them and and sell them out. Uh, uh, there used to be a guy that worked with Malcolm Beck that did that. 
but they use all the old varieties. Well, we still we still we sell a lot of those three: uh, Dynamite, Red Rocket, and Pink Velour. Good. But I still think the number one is still Natchez. Hmm. Yeah. The white one. That was, that was one of the first mildew-resistant varieties. Oh, okay. Yeah. And big, pretty. It's, it's big and pretty. Uh, white, white bloom. 25 foot so, plus. I've seen them 40 foot. Yeah, and oh, yeah. When will, so let's say that a frugal gardener at the end of the season bought a uh, container uh, with a crepe myrtle in it, you know, maybe toward the end of the season, and it's lost all its leaves, still in the container. But that's just because that's what crepe myrtles do, right? Because that, right, one's, that, right. one's, that, that is, one's naked right there. Yep, they're naked. Okay, so uh, when do they start sprouting out again? That's up to God. Oh, so, well, he's not telling. Uh, several, he's not telling. <laughs> several, several weeks of What's warm that? weather. But, yeah, but they're not fast. They're not okay. the fastest thing in the spring. Should I put it in the ground now if we want to, or should I? As long as your stems are still green when you scratch them, then okay. it's worth digging a hole. If okay. their stems are not green, it uh, goes to the recycle bin. Hey, oh, but, like my broccoli? Uh, <laughs> I thought your broccoli was okay. No, the broccoli's still hanging on there. Okay. I, I think we're going to have to have a leaf, leafy green <laughs> recipe, uh, recipe for my broccoli. Because we, we ain't going to see ahead, I don't believe. Did you see how pretty that looked? I, saw, I didn't see it. No. You didn't send the, Oh, I thought I sent you the picture. If you did, I didn't see it. I it's okay. I'll send it again. Let's put it this way: the the plants you're selling out here, <laughs> broccoli and cabbage. I don't know. Would make uh, Milton's broccoli plant jealous. Jealous. Okay. Yes. I'm yes. still proud of my broccoli. Uh, <laughs> I know, and that bothers me. Really. <laughs> so I, I, I think what he's saying, Milton, is next year you should stick with. Leafy stuff like no. lettuce. <laughs> uh, I mean, look at that beautiful yard. broccoli. Can you see that from there? Yeah, that's a nice looking plant. Yeah, thank uh, you. <laughs> to be old enough to vote. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's an 18 year old broccoli. One of these days, I'm going to get something on it. <laughs> okay. But anyway, we've got some replacement. Uh, I'll be happy to sell you another one. Okay. If, if you wanted some. Wanted? Do you want that broccoli to have uh, heads, Milton? Yeah. Okay, pull it up and go get one of those that um, they're selling over there. Okay. And now, there is enough room in that pot where you could probably stick another one on that other side. No, there Calvin said no. Calvin said that my pot was too small. Well, he, he, he pot shamed me. You, you don't have much time left. Uh, <laughs> me or the broccoli? The broccoli. Oh, yeah. The season for the broccoli. Oh, okay, thank you. Oh, scary. Let's see, when do they stop selling broccoli? Is that uh, middle of February yeah, or we'll, we'll, stop, we'll stop bringing it in the middle of February. Yeah, yeah. that's what Calvin said. Yeah. We plant broccoli as late as February. No. Yeah, we, quit, we generally quit recommending after the first. Uh, okay. Oh, and do we still have Crawford reseeding lettuce packs? Yes. Good. Okay. Are you sure? <laughs> okay. Jerry was saying, I think they still, so uh, I want to make I'm sure. I'm almost positive I handed some out a couple, two, three days ago. Oh, good. Ago. Okay, okay, good. Pretty sure there's still some in there. Gosh, they look, they look especially pr- attractive this time of the year. Oh, too. yeah. With that maroon color. Mm-hmm. There's a, it's, not, it's not burnt orange, but it's really Well, there burnt. you go. Mm-hmm. And we got, we still got plenty of onion sets. We do? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, onion plants and uh, of the recommended variety for those uh, confused behind the time people that want a pungent onion. Oh. We've got one called Red Creole. 
and for those people who have evolved into eating a milder onion. All those people in line at Whataburger who love that pungent onion. So that's kind of like saying if if you want to eat a pepper, you've evolved if you eat a mild pepper. There you yeah, go. That's, that's right. exactly right. I'm not sure that's real. That's exactly right. But that, and this is, a, this is especially... Uh, different because this guy doesn't eat any onions. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or mustard greens. So he eats broccoli. He eats but, broccoli, yeah. Well, the people that called in said they wanted uh, the, the, the old hamburger type onion. Yeah. That you put one slice on a, on a hamburger bun. I have to. And it would cover the whole bun. I have to admit that they, when they described it, yeah, well, it was a few years ago. Yeah. Made me hungry for the old. Yeah, I never like, even realized that I'm already I missed it. already a taste for Whataburger. I know. I like when you bite into it and your tears just kind of form right there. And you can feel the onion Starting to burning through your sinuses, just clearing them up. Well, the old, the old ones, the, they used to sell onions that just as red, yellow, and white. Uh, but the old one that they, the purple onion that people remember, uh, was called Burgundy Red. Uh, the one that they're selling, uh, we're selling now, is Southern Bell Red. Yes. That's an improved uh, big old purple hamburger on you. So if you want to try to grow one of those. But uh, the important thing about growing onion, planting them at this time of the year, is they were people don't realize how much fertilizer, how much nutrition they, they occur. And uh, I would say you plant them now, space them properly, and Calvin's written several articles about it. Uh, they're on plantanswers.com. And uh, use them, plant them. You're going to get, uh, they say, average 60 plants per bunch. And when you pick up a bunch that we're selling here, you're going to say, that's not 60 in there. So I, I feel you frugal gardeners. So I want you to, if you believe that, you go home, separate them out, count them, and call us back and tell us if it's not six. I always think or of it more in, in there. I always think of it as uh, in terms of two eight-foot rows <laughs> where you plant them two inches apart. Yeah, and it seems fill up the two yeah. rows. Hey, we got to take a break. Uh, 210-308-8867. When we come back, we'll talk to James about peaches right after this at 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. is coming up a little bit. 210-308-8867 is our number. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick and James is on the line at 210-308-8867 talking about peaches. What's going on, James? How can we help you today? Oh, I, I just uh, wanted to tell Dr. Parsons that I agree with him. It doesn't happen too often, but Oh, my. That La Feliciano is, if I could only plant one peach, you better believe that would be the one I would plant. That is a really good peach. Yeah, I, I have that same opinion. That's a but, really uh, good peach. Of course, recently, well, I think La Feliciano has, has a fruited even in 
almost every year uh, in these milder winters. But that uh, the one we like, Florida King, is uh, probably the most reliable early peach. And you uh, certainly don't don't have to worry about irrigating Florida King like you do La Feliciana. Right. But that uh, that like I said that. To, to consider a full orchard, an orchard full of large peaches, uh, the Burgess orchards at one time was the most spectacular thing I'd ever seen. Hmm. You know, you know, you uh, when you when you're picking them, when you start harvesting them, you have to go and and make sure they're they're beginning to turn soft and got color on the on the skin and everything. But this orchard, all of them are the ready to harvest. Yes, sir. Uh, One of your previous callers was asking about ripe peaches, and I'm wondering why you can't pick a peach that's ripe, ship it 500 miles, leave it on the store counter for a week and still eat it. I mean, what's up with that, man? (laughs) Well, they're working on that, James. (laughs) If you want to eat a, a fresh, ripe peach, brothers, you need to grow it yourself. There you go. I uh, I wanted to uh, ask uh, your uh, broccoli grower a question. Oh, okay. sure. Let me see if I can help you. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> instead of trying to grow the, the heads of broccoli, uh, out here at the farm, sometimes we grow a... A broccoli called DeSico. It puts on side shoot. Well, it puts on a main head, but it's not very big, and you cut it as soon as you see it. And then it produces side shoots until you get sick and tired of eating broccoli. That's <laughs> a really good uh, good broccoli for you guys that can only grow onesies and twosies in your uh, in your uh, pot. <laughs> I would recommend it yeah. highly. What's the variety again? DeSico. Uh, the recommended variety here does the same thing, yeah, not, was, to, not to the degree. I think Calvin's discussed that a couple of times with, uh, rather, I think Judy likes the uh, side shoots better than yeah. she does the big head. Oh, of there's a lot of, lot of, I think a lot of gardeners yeah. like those side shoots. Green, green crop is the one. Yeah. Green magic is the one we can have. Yeah, yeah. Well, green this, magic. this DeSico will get three foot tall, and you'll, uh, you'll be Goodness. giving broccoli away when you get sick of eating it all. Okay, that three foot tall is pretty big. Mine's not that tall yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, if Milton was growing that, uh, <laughs> we we would we would have to have many uh, chiquitas. Uh, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Him to grow. yeah. They, okay, they're they're broccoli shaming me, James. That's not right. <laughs> All right, I'm I'd be ashamed. Man. But yeah. Well, right, cool. Bye. Thank you, man. Okay. Thanks for calling. Happy New Year. You know, we always get the uh, the guy that comes here uh, and does the peaches. Is that an easier way to get uh, ripe peaches? Is he more likely to have the, oh, yeah. the ripe peaches because yeah. he's got his own orchard? They only pick the ripe ones. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, oh. yeah, James has a good point, and that's they've got to be shipped. And I'm guessing that how long does a peach stay ripe? Depends on the selection. Okay. No. Yeah, so that's, that's key, and that... That's what motivates a lot of these uh, roadside stands too. Okay. You got, 
you got to like Jerry, that peach orchard that Jerry described, where you got all these peaches that are ripe. A lot of times you'll say, hey, you call somebody that has a history of selling mm-hmm. them on the roadside and say, come on, I'll give you a, I'll give you so many or yeah. 50% of whatever you can get for them and take them. Yeah, and sometimes you can get canners. They call them, sell them as canners, which are maybe have a blemish on them or oh, okay. a little rotted. Little, well, not rotted. Uh, just have a bruises. little blemish on them. Yeah, bruise. Which makes great uh, if you're pickling them or canning them or whatever huh. you're doing. But well, and uh, it's uh, always surprised me because sometimes the, the people would not accept the, uh, a peach if it was at a store. And if had it was bruised. Oh, but they when they came when came to your roadside stand. Yeah, they were getting a good price, man. They would, <laughs> and it and they always. Yeah, that's they knew they good, were good shape, and it's going to taste good. Yeah. yeah. You got a recipe for peach preserves on your website? Oh, yeah. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah, you know you're talking to one of the guys that used to judge the Stonewall Peach uh, peach cooking contest. Oh, okay. And you you would be amazed at how people can mess up. A peach cobbler. Oh. You know, you think peach cobbler, that's good. Some of them you have to spit out. Yeah, that's sad. Well, the... Weren't sweet enough to... Well, uh, a lot of people undercooked them. In other words, they were raw. Oh. Uh, Which is not bad. That bad, you got dough in there. But, uh, yeah, that... You have to kind of know what you're doing. Peaches and apple pies. Oh, okay. Uh, you, we used to judge the apple, uh, uh, apple cook, uh, apple uh, paste cooks, and up at uh, uh, Medina, Texas. Oh, yeah. When they had the apple festival up there, Baxter Adams and that bunch. And so uh, I think Dr. Stein is now, Dr. Larry Stein is now the. Uh, Blueford Hancock used to be the peach judger at uh, Stonewall Peaches. I was trying to remember. I actually served several years as uh, at one of the contests with the ex-governor. Um, and I can't even remember. It was some prepared. They, they kind oh. of expanded the uh, the competition. Yeah. And uh, I thought. Really, kind of interesting to, yeah. to watch how people, you know, like we'd meet, we'd he'd be whispering in my ear, and he says, "What the heck is this?" <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he was the spokesperson. You know, oh, he, had to, so no. he had to be a little bit careful mm. about what he said. And remember our uh, famous pecan pie? Yeah, divine uh, came out of a. Uh, Recipes uh, that were gathered in uh, Hondo? No, no divine. No, divine. It's divine pie. Divine pecan pie. Yeah. It has two meanings. <laughs> it's divine and it's uh, from divine. There you go. That's good. That's the buttermilk. Um, buttermilk pecan pie. Yeah, it's kind a, of. It's, it's. What do you call it? Look like a custard. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's good. It's, it's uh Butter, buttermilk pie. Yeah, with pecans. With pecans. Right, man, is it good? 
So I remember when, I, when they burn, you burn the tops, the pecans off the top. <laughs> that was my recipe. You can yeah. flip them off. You never did put my recipe on your site where you burn them off with the pictures of it smoking and the, I did all put, the firemen enjoying the pecan pie. And, I did. I did put you, you and my daughter's recommendation, which yeah, we the were only two people in America that ever criticized that recipe. Sometimes, it, sometimes it's you know the the we're, we're minority that's right. You know, just <laughs> who stood up to the powers that be and said, "Could you tell us what kind of pie pan you yeah. want? Is it, is it a regular one or a large one?" That's what I noticed about these pie uh, these recipes I have put. Now, put on from the rodeo now, is that they have oh information like that's that good. On now i will tell you how good that pecan pie is this is how i remember it <laughs> uh, my friend I, I won't i'll be careful won't mention his name but his grandmother used to make pecan pies uh-huh. and she made outstanding pecan pies there you go and so what i did was one year i didn't burn it it was cooked <laughs> properly I decided that I was going to make her a pecan pie, and I made the divine pecan pie for her. There you go. Now, I knew it was good when she complained the next year that I had not brought her one. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, so that's how good it was. She, yeah, she was knew good. what good pecan pie was, so that divine pie, pecan pie is very good. Yeah, he probably did, she probably didn't complain about the size of the <laughs> cooking pan. No, I think I gave them the recipe, too. I think I just uh, yeah. gave them the website. But I, but I added on there your Thank comment you. about... Uh, I think you need a large one. Yeah. Is it a large one? Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you have you have leftover. You're right. Uh, the, the, Davis, didn't he say something about be aware if there's flames? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Off yeah. The top? yeah. Yeah. I said uh, cook for, for I forget how, how many degrees it is for so long. Uh, caution or alert I put on there yeah. in capitals. Uh, take. Remove from oven before it bursts into flame. Yeah, before the pecans huh. burst into flame. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you you my you first, were the, my first you were the one. It was he, too small. Here. Of course, you were here when he brought the first his first attempt. Yeah. yeah. With all uh, those burnt was, pecans on the top. I was with you. We were <laughs> we were both on the agenda when you communicated with uh, the the. The divine uh, the lady. pie lady, yeah. 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 Anyway, all I, right. I never did get her picture on there. I no. I wanted to get her picture what on What was there. her name? Uh, uh, oh, well. It'll come to us in a second. <laughs> yeah. It is. Begins with a P. Poppy. Poppy, yeah. There you go. Poppy. I knew we'd remember it. <laughs> all right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I want to remind everybody that we still... Have a good supply of pansies, yeah, and a good, great supply of those new Johnny Jump Up coats. Yeah, Milton and I were looking at them yesterday. Oh, and they as we did. Walked out. They actually talked to Jerry. They did I they? heard them talking to you. <laughs> they hmm. they have a a true purple, really dark, beautiful purple. Yeah, I like that one. And they have a true blue, like sky blue one, and. Uh, uh, really, some pretty colors out there. And again, these are uh, wonderful if you got in full sun with relatively small containers like yeah. some of us have on a patio. Those Johnny jump ups fit in there and do really well. Did and you see? Did you see that container right over? 
right over there. Well, next to the kind of next to the yeah, right there. Oh yeah, next to the cyclamens uh-huh. that's got those little uh, Johnny jump up uh, yep. pansies around. Uh, and they'll they'll uh, adapt. Uh, they'll fill. They'll get to be a big plant. Oh yeah. There's plenty of space, but they'll they'll stay small with constant blooms if it's a limited yeah uh, soil reservoir. Yeah. A, they're amazing. I don't know about if anybody's ever done this uh, scientifically. Uh, compare the dry dry weight of the flowers produced on a Johnny Jump Up as compared to the dry weight of the flowers on a standard size pansies. That would that would tell you that uh, they have more flowers and. More flower power than uh, pansies do, well, but I don't know if yeah, that's ever been done. I know there's been uh, uh, advocates for the Johnny Jump Ups. Uh, they've described them as having uh, potentially more bloom. Yeah, yeah. Just like you said, uh, you know, like the multi- uh, yeah, yeah, like the multiflora petunia yeah. compared to the grandiflora petunia, which has the great big bloom. And I've never. It was kind. Of, we kind of just uh, let it go because it was a kind of a cute comment, rather, yeah. rather than a scientific comparison. <laughs> but anyway, they got a good supply of those and regular pansies. And you know what I saw blooming as I walked in today? What? What? Thryallis. Oh my goodness! They've got a block of thryallis over there. There's not many blooms. But almost every plant has blooms on it. Wow. And uh, as I remember, uh, in the spring, you know, I would always say, what's blooming this thing in the nursery this week? And it was, it was I think Thryalis was one of the first ones hmm. to really put on a show of blooms. And so that means that stupid thing has been blooming all summer long for sure. Well, and the I, deer won't eat it. That's right. And I, I was, uh, I wrote a, my article this for this uh, Saturday was, uh, is what's booming now because it was kind of okay, you know. And, and, was that uh, a short article? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was. But, they, but, but I and I thought about that afterwards. I noticed the thralls were blooming. I said maybe I should have mentioned. I kind of concentrated on the, the annuals. Yeah. The cool weather annuals, but also the uh, Salvia Grigii. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they could could have written about the Thoralis. Yeah, but it. I mean, it's not it's not showy blooms. I mean, it's got. Yeah. It's just got a few blooms on it, which uh, is amazing. I was just no- noticing on the Salvia Grigii, you can all the distinctive colors in my neighborhood. You know, you see a clump there with the the white and the clump with the pink, and they're still. Still distinctive and showy. Yeah. So I remember when I when that when we first put that plant on the market. Is it a Texas superstar? It should be. There's. I don't know if it's a Texas superstar. Or not. I know they were. They were, You introduced her. They introduced some new colors. A thoralis? Oh no, you're talking thoralis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I think Thoralysis. I thought you were talking about Salvia Grigia. No. Oh, yeah. 
Savage Greg, uh, they've been working with that thing for a long time. Uh, in fact, Lynn Lowry and some of his plant explorers uh, went to Mexico, uh, Mexico, and got them out of the mountains. Yeah, and both Ferales and Savage Greg are uh, deer proof too. Yeah. Hey, we've got to take a break. While we do, we encourage you to give us a call. There's still plenty of time to answer your gardening questions at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. And we welcome your calls or come on by the nursery at 1604 and Verde Road. Got, still got some time left, so if you've got something that's on your mind, I can't believe Joe has not called us yet. <laughs> Normally this is the time we... I'll tell you, we blocked him for this. Oh, okay. So he's, he's trying to call us, but yeah, no, yeah. he's not getting through. Right. Yeah. Uh, I have a a question or a challenge to Ooh, some challenge. of our listeners. I want to know if armadillos hibernate. Well, okay, why? Because uh, Nils Perry got a question, which made me start thinking, said, uh, what would be digging holes in my lawn at this time of the year? Would it be going after grub worms, or should I treat for them? And should I treat for them? And Neil answers, it's too cool for armadillos to be digging. Hmm. I don't know if that's right or not. So my, no, we my saw, guess is armadillos digging at the, the state park. Did you really? I got pictures of it. Well, okay. That maybe answers my question. So maybe my, So my guess would be that you either have possums or raccoons. They will leave wedge-shaped holes a little wider than a hot dog. I, I think a possum and a raccoon leaves a a bigger, less refined hole than does a armadillo. Uh, and then he says, white grub worms have probably finished all of their feeding for this generation, so treating them isn't worth the cost and the effort. That's true, but on the flip side of that, uh, grub worms at this time of the year are larger than they'll ever be. You know, they're they're they might have quit eating, but they're getting ready to uh, turn into June bugs. Hmm. Know when that happens, Milton? Hang on. <laughs> June? Well, pretty close. Okay. Sometimes it's May in San, in Texas. Well, we didn't know he was a, a security a, a hacker here. I think he just waited to get the last word oh. in. Johnson City Joe is on oh. the line. If anybody knows whether an armadillo hibernates, he should. Are they, do they come out during the day? Because that's when we saw this little guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hi, Joe. What do you know? No, they don't harbor, uh, hibernate. They don't hibernate, okay. No, I just saw saw one out at the ranch the other day. Okay. I don't know why y'all think an armadillo would hibernate. Well, uh, it's, it's it's too cool for armadillos to be digging. That's what no, no, Neil Sparrow says. And, 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 
you if you got anything in your yard, even a worm, yeah, they, <laughs> they're coming. They will, uh, they will, they will dig. They, they, uh, uh, they might get a little skittier right now. It might not <laughs> be as good. As, it might not be as good to eat. And, yeah, uh, and you got to make sure you clean them right. You got to shuck them. There you, got, you go. You oh, got to shuck them out of that shell. There you go. There you go. Best thing to do is stake them out for two or three days and just give them water. Because okay. their, gut, their guts are full of dirt and, uh, and yeah. stuff. But I hadn't eaten one in a long time, but I know how to clean them. <laughs> that, that's the way it was with possums. Uh, that's you know, the same yeah. thing. A possum. Yeah. Best, time, best thing you do with any animal is stake yeah. it out before you clean them. Yeah, remember just, that, Melton. I mean, Stick if you're going to eat a dog, take it off its water. Just give it water for a few days. Yeah. Yeah. The, okay. uh, the question Thanks, I have Joe. is... I'm regretting taking the call no. now, Joe. Uh, uh, any of these low Talk chilling, about peaches. That's much better. Uh, any of these low-chilling peaches work up here? Oh, yeah. I uh, mean, they'll bloom, but uh, they, uh, <laughs> they'll bloom like early. That. Yeah, you, you need to you need to get some of that. Get that uh, 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 the red red baron peach. Well, I might get that for show, but I'm yeah. more into eating up here. We grow, you know, like red skin and Lauren and Harvester. Oh yeah, if you can grow June those, gold. yeah, yeah. Why bother with the others? Yeah. So Let's what any of these red baron for show? Uh, yeah, any of those low chilling ones down there do. Well, they make it up here. Well, they'll they'll live, but they they probably won't have a lot of fruit because they'll get their chilling hours uh, early, satisfied yeah. early. Yeah. And then once they get the chilling hours satisfied, uh, they'll, yeah. they'll bloom and fruit. That's okay. Fruit. I want to give you one word of warning. When you go to those fruit stands. And we've had a bad fruit harvest up here, and they've got a lot of peaches. Yeah. And they give you, and you ask them what they got. Yeah. Uh, they give you some strange names. That's what they did with me. Well, they probably <laughs> imported them out of state. Wait a minute. And they sell them at Fredericksburg. Oh, hang up on him. Uh, hey, I'm telling that's you. Not, that's not any way to start the new year, Joe. <laughs> I'm just telling you, these, these <laughs> servers up here know how to make money. They, they just put a no, sign up that no. says Fredericksburg Peaches, and we just yeah. had a freeze that's killed all the peaches in those oh. orchards. What? <laughs> oh. Have you got any verification of that? Yeah, Joe? we don't need any fake news, I mean, Can Joe. you prove no. that? No, I can't. My ah, are all yeah, disparaging I remarks against out of state. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, we can hear Jerry in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to let you go. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Yeah, just uh, make those bye remarks bye. and run. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. We we have all of our information verified by... Yeah, we have fact checkers. Uh, by Dennis. Yeah, Dennis will check that out. Selling. Okay. Out of state, peaches oh. and Fredericksburg. I don't know. Okay, we got about a minute left. <laughs> Which what you got? I'm so upset. I don't know if I can. I know. Carry I on. know. Joe just upset you. 
That's why we tried to block him, but, you know. I know. I know, yo. He's sophisticated. He gets past that. Uh, let's see. He I was looking at Calvin this week in the garden. Yeah, that was a good one. He's, Calvin said he got lots of response from that. Yeah, he oh, said. More from the friend. birds. Feeding the birds. birds. Oh, okay. I thought it may be from that squirrel picture. I love that squirrel picture. Okay. I ought to, you ought to cut that out and frame it, Calvin. Yeah, hey, we, cool. need to, we need to go. Okay. So, so hold that till next week, if you can. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today, but we want to thank you for listening. We're back next Saturday here at Millburgers at 1605. Nice, though. So yeah. enjoy it. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you.